Testing, 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 testing. Uno, dos, tres. All right. All right, all right. Bring it up, bring it in, bring it in. Welcome to the sex show. Sex show. Episode three. And you oh, know what? Se- you were right. The, the, I think, yeah, we should keep it like that. Sex show. Sex show. S- sex show. S- S3X. S3X. Sex yeah. show. Otherwise known as the S3X show. S3X. This is Peter P. This is Big Lex. We ah. are back at it today again. We thank you for turning in. We appreciate the love and uh, the the love and success and the, and the appreciation that I've been getting uh, from all the people that are out there listening. Uh, we, we really appreciate you guys coming out. Uh, as per usual, coming out to your audio, uh, wherever you may be, jogging, walking, sitting in front of your TV, whatever you're doing, because I know you're doing something, playing video games. These things happen. We're very, very happy to get text messages and everything of the positive reviews. Yeah. Or, so I far. mean, feel free to be, you know, you, you can get negative with me. You can talk, you can be honest with me. I'm not. I'm a big boy. I can take it. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get mad about it. I'm a big boy. It's, it's all gravy. It's all big gravy. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna shed a tear too. I mean, I might break down when, when you don't see me. Is that the s- for sad? Or for sad. <laughs> it's for everything. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. You're, ma- you're making me feel like I'm in my emotions here. No, 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 not at all, man. Not but at all. Uh, but it is what it is, man. Again, we're bringing uh, S3X. We're bringing you the scene, sounds, and science to stimulate your soul. As per you, oh yes, you got the triple, the you got triple, the triple S. S, triple S. I like it, I like it. That's great. Uh, what's going on with you, Lex? We're, this is our third episode. We're, we're uh, we've been doing this for three weeks in a row now. We're trying to keep it consistent. And I feel like we've been doing a pretty good job. Yeah, doing so. Pretty good job. How, how's your week been going? Everything going okay? Just been keeping busy. Just working, working. Yeah. Uh, next week, uh, my schedule changes at my real nine to five. I'm gonna go full time. Full time. Yeah, I'm was doing part time, and I'm doing full time oh, starting man. next week. I'm gonna be in charge of closing down. So you know how that is closing, closing down, closing down, as in like shutting the shop down. Yeah, putting up alarms. They give you keys. The keys and I, codes. I got yep, keys. And, it's exactly keys what happened. They gave me a key and the codes, and then uh, I'm gonna be the last one out of the building. So uh, don't what? be surprised if I bring like if the next episode or the episode after that I have some ghost stories. Or what like responsibility? That. Oh, ghosts! Oh, and I'm not about, I'm not about the spooky spooky stuff. Only on <laughs> horror movies and stuff like that. Man, that's yeah. I don't, I don't want to. Oh, you're not a horror horror flick. Dude? Well, I love horror flicks. I just don't like that shit in real life. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't it's want good. no demons following my following my existence. No thanks. <laughs> and I know not it's gonna happen because it's already I've already heard like you know you're gonna follow, you're gonna be you know you're gonna be uh, followed by ghosts. No, but I'm just saying me being there by myself. Because literally, it's I'm there till seven thirty. So Wait, do ghosts usually follow you? Like after a certain amount of I don't know. Maybe they want to be my homie or whatnot. Uh, like it could show. be. Yeah, you, you never know. We always talk bad about ghosts, but they might be your best friends. Exactly. They're the ones that listen to us. They know a lot. They were around a long time, they, especially if they they've been us. around. If they've been dead since like the eighteen hundreds or something like that. They got some fucking knowledge. Exactly. Might be a little racist though. Might Whoa, be a little well, how does that? <laughs> what? Well, they're old ghosts. Like you know, you get. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. I was like, wait yeah. a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's this going? Not me or us. I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying the racist ghosts. You get a yeah. ghost from 1800. They're not going to be like the most progressive motherfucker. Especially from the Mississippi. They're not. Alabama they're area. not pro-choice. No, you know, they're not about it. They're. they're <laughs> uh, I digress. Yeah, yeah I got yeah. real deep, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of like uh, keys and codes and shit, I I, I haven't had a. A badge to get into my my current job, my nine to five. So I've been having to sneak in with people. Uh, you know, we got an employee entrance, so like I, I have to get either get there really early, oh, wow. or get there like right on time so I can slide in when all the people are walking in. And it, I'm starting to feel like a burden now. So you get a badge? Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, part. You, get a, you get a badge. So I got to get a badge I wasn't there like, for that long. <laughs> for like what? Like a day? <laughs> <laughs> a couple weeks. Insert the left track here. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. You don't have to. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was about to push the button. Oh uh, man, no, no, no. But but yeah. So you got to get a badge to get in that bitch, and I I haven't been able to uh, get in there. It's again. I hate having to rely on like sliding in with people. I'm either late or I'm early, and then I have to like send an email saying, "Hey, by the way, I was here at eight ten, but I was sitting in my car listening to a podcast at fucking early in the morning, waiting for somebody to let me in." Because I don't know, that's just how things it, happen. It didn't, that location is a trip because I do remember being there on early every day and just see how like within like two to three minutes, maybe prior to the schedule, everybody's just broom, 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 broom. Yeah, everybody, yeah. Everybody it's, rolling in at the same time. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody really wants to work uh, more than 
there a Schedule lot of time. Two? And yeah. I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. I mean, who do, it's a nine to five, baby. I mean, who really wants to work, uh, you know, unless they really love their job. I don't dislike my job. But I, 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 every nine to five always has the same vibe to it, you know. But, yeah. uh, but that's the whole thing. You, you're trying to find your lane. You're trying to find a way to uh, do something that you really love to do. And I appreciate doing this. I yeah, mean, this is good. You are a, 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 a guy that likes to help people. I, I I would like to think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, I, I see you yeah, at work. You know, yeah. I see you. I know it sounds like a creepy thing no, to say. No, no, but, but I, I do like you. to. I, I'm good at customer service. I'm good at spreading good good vibes and good joy as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And uh, even then, I think helping people is uh, is bringing bringing them uh, a little bit of a spotlight of the the nerdy shit that I follow on a, on a weekly basis. And there therein lies the case of this of this podcast S3X. So uh, I might as well get into the scenes again. So we're bringing you the scenes. Okay, uh, the first w- the first yeah go go ahead like go ahead well the first one uh this is actually a scene that i um i recommended just because i'm a big i'm a big big fan of like scorsese and yeah. Yeah, like good good fellas i mean good fellas i mean uh, godfather those type of things you know that, what I mean? that type of movie he, kind of thing. you know even the what's the the new one that they came out on netflix i was I, to me i love that movie oh uh, the irishman the irishman Irish oh movie. my god even oh, though before, it was like oh, before we before we uh, branch out and we'll, we'll get to a lot of this stuff but the scene the scene <laughs> scene one this week that we're bringing up is from Sorry. the movie goodfellas goodfellas um that's where i was going to that, yeah that's yeah, my type of movie so yeah but, and, but the reason you're bringing up like the irishman is because uh goodfellas in this case is directed by martin scorsese, scorsese yep Martin Scorsese, one of the uh, best known directors of our generation, of any, of any generation, really. You know, he was the kind of the forefront of the people bringing. He started with those like kind of gangster flicks. He had that really interesting touch to the dramatic flair. Um, you know, he did the Irishman. That's one of his his uh, his his most recent works. Yeah. On uh, on Netflix, it was. I, I'll be honest. That was a long ass movie. That movie. Oof. I, I I did enjoy pieces of it because it's just like this movie. It's De Niro and it's Pesci. Yep. But that movie was so fucking long. That movie was well, like three three hours, right? So fucking long, and for whatever reason, his eyes—I uh, forgot if it was De Niro or Pesci, but the eyes were just off. Like they had like blue eyes. He put some contacts in or some shit. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't really like, like that movie. Yeah, that wasn't one of my favorites. But the, from, from thinking that movie was one of his—it was still a good movie. But it's one of his worst movies. But talking in, in this case again to take it back to talking about his best movie, I, I would think is his best movie. He has a lot of good movies, yeah. Martin Scorsese, but one of his best movies. And um, well, before we start though, <laughs> All right. sorry, we forgot the segue button. Yeah, that's a, that's a good. Yeah, I forgot. We gotta make that's the, when you hear the claps. We're trying to we're trying to transition. On. <laughs> indeed. Yeah, right, indeed. Right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's or easily one of Scorsese's best movie, if not the best. I mean, the movie yes. is, yes. it's embedded in the culture. It's regarded as one of the best films of all time. Uh, deeply embedded into the culture, especially like a hip hop and, and like oh, a yeah. gangster culture. Like that, that movie, there's so many iconic scenes and there's so many iconic moments. The movie as a whole is, is such a great Great, great flick. Um, if you talk to one out of ten dudes, uh, and th- I didn't do any scientific research by any means, but uh, <laughs> just from my experience in the world, oh, yeah. uh, talking to many different people, many different groups of friends, many different men uh, and females too, and, and women. Uh, obviously, you know, obviously you have y- your own tastes and stuff like that. But usually, the good fellas, it's in the name, good fellas. Yeah. It's about it's for it's a movie for the fellas. It's a movie yeah, for the fellas. Yeah. Uh, if you talk to one out of ten of the dudes that are out there, from my experience, it would be in their top ten. I'd say, yeah, top ten movies of all top time 10 of all time. That's yeah, and that's, that's a testament. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's a testament to how good the movie is. Uh, it's a nineteen ninety movie, uh, uh, America. Uh, it's an American biographical crime flick, written by Nicholas Pileggi and Scorsese, both Italian in nature. Yes, uh, it's based on a on a book called Wise Guy by Nicholas Pileggi. He was actually the author of that book. Uh, he 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 worked. Uh, side by side with Henry Hill, who the movie's based on. It's it's the stories of Henry Hill. Yeah, and um, based on a true story. You know, uh, and, and I'm sure there was some you know, some some exaggerations and stuff like that. But but for the most part, it's based on. They tried to be pretty accurate to it, and and it's kind of a snapshot of. Uh, that like 60s, 70s into the 80s era of gangsters, that mafioso Italian, that 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 New York, uh, that that that's very very much glorified in in the states. You know, when you when you look back at, uh, it's like it, people talk about like the American West, and then they talk about like the the gangster era. You know, the Al Capones yeah. and stuff like that. And this exactly. is kind of a snapshot of that. 
Um, I read that book, uh, Wise Guy. It's great. Uh, gives a little bit more backstory to some of the events that happened. And it was written with the blessing and guidance of Henry Hill. Uh, again, who, who it, was, it was based on. He used to go on Howard Stern all the time to go talk about this. To the, I, I don't know if he talked about that. Stern would always poke around and kind of ask him about the you know, dirt that he had done. I don't know how he didn't die. Like, he didn't get killed. He got put in jail. He eventually got out. He, he did in, in the movie... Uh, spoiler warning, guys. If you, spoiler seen, if you haven't fucking seen this movie, yeah, if you haven't seen it, I don't know where the fuck. Yeah, you're if living. you haven't seen this movie, then you need to do yourself a favor, despite hearing any of this, and go watch that immediately. Go buy a DVD. One hundred percent. It's like but, two dollars, three dollars for sure. You find you'll find nah, it. You'll you find, find it everywhere. It's on I've all. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. You it's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you don't need DVDs. No, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'll, you know, me, me promoting the dated, old school. Dated. I'm staring at a, at a thing of DVDs right here. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, it's um, in there. Goodfellas is in there. Uh, but he, uh, Scorsese, he initially titled the film Wise Guy and postponed making it. Uh, he and Pileggi, he and uh, from here I'm gonna call him Nick because I like the I like the name Nick because uh, one of my good buddies' name is Nick. Oh, nice. uh, he and Nick later changed the title to Goodfellas to prepare to prepare for their roles in the film. De Niro, Pesci, and Ray Liotta. Rest in peace, Ray Liotta. Yes. Uh, we'll get into that in a sec because yep. we'll get into that in a second. But Ray Liotta, they would often speak with Nicholas Pileggi who shared research material left over from the writing of the book and they kind of would get ideas and kind of bounce off each other to, to, to make the movie uh, better and, and, and kind of what it is. Uh, according to Joe Pesci, improvisation and ad-libbing came out of rehearsals wherein Scorsese would give the actors freedom to kind of do what they wanted to do. Um, the director, he made transcripts of the sessions, uh, you know, them talking, them kind of spitting, talking shit to each other as, as the wise guys kind of did. You know, they took, the, I feel like they probably took the characters and kind of ran with it. Um, and then he took the lines that he liked most from that, those, those moments, and, re and put them into a revised script. And that's kind of where the, the, the main, the main uh, script actually, like the, the, the changes and stuff kind of became mm. what became the movie itself. Wow. Um, and again, that, that kind of plays into the scene that we're talking about, because talking about improvisations, so Scorsese, he gave them a little bit of leeway to kind of do what they wanted to do. And the, the scene that we're specifically talking about today mm -hmm. is... Uh, the uh, scene with Paul Sorvino and Ray Liotta, uh, real quick. I'm gonna we're, we're gonna input in, insert a clip here. I don't want any more of that shit. What shit? What are you talking about? Just stay away from the garbage. You know what I mean. Fuck Paulie. I'm not talking about what you did inside. You did what you had to do. I'm talking about now, from now, here, and now. Paulie, why would I want to get into that? Don't make I'm a jerk not... out of me. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. I want to talk to you about Jimmy. You got to watch out for him. He's a good earner, but he's wild. Takes too many chances. No, I know that. I know Jimmy. You think I would take chances like Jimmy? And Tommy, he's a good kid too, but he's crazy. He's a cowboy. He's got too much to prove. No, I know. You got to watch out for kids like this. Yeah, I know what they are. I only use them for certain things. Believe Listen, me, you don't have to worry. I ain't worry. gonna get fucked like Gribbs. You understand? Gribbs is seventy years old, and the fucking guy's gonna die in prison. I don't need that. So I'm warning everybody. Everybody could be my son. Could be anybody. Gribbs got 20 years just for saying hello to some fucker was sneaking behind his back selling junk. I don't need that. Ain't gonna happen to me. You understand? Uh-huh. You know that you're only out early because I got you a job. Yeah. And I don't need this heat. Understand that? Uh-huh. And you see anybody fucking around with this shit, you're gonna tell me, right? Yeah. That means anybody. All right. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. You're, you just heard that, if anything. Uh, so so it, it's basically a scene where Paul Sorvino and Ray Liotta, both actors who have passed away, unfortunately, rest in peace to both Paul Sorvino and Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta died a few, a few, I think about a few months ago. Uh, mm -hmm. Paul Sorvino, a couple recently, days ago. Yeah, a few, this, this, this past week. Um, both iconic uh, actors in their own right. Ray Liotta has been in tons of movies. Best known probably for this, for Goodfellas itself. Paul Sorvino, probably same thing. Yeah. Um, but both of them were in countless movies. I don't want to go through their whole uh, IMDb, but they both were in countless movies. Movies, great, great movies, uh, great, you know, actors. They all, they had such a great style, each of them. Um, and then, basically, the scene that we're talking about here is, uh, it's, it's a moment where, where Paul Sorvino, uh, Paulie, Paulie's the big boss of the, of the movie. He, he basically, him and Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta, uh, Henry Hill. So Ray and Paul, uh, rather Henry and Paulie had been in jail. There was a great scene where they, you see, oh, kind of yeah. how. You see how they were acting like they were wise guys. They yeah. were they were they basically owned the city back then, and that you see them both in jail. 
Uh, no, they were living the life. They were that. living the life. There's the whole scene where they're cooking Sunday dinner. Polly's over there cutting the garlic with a razor blade because he wants it to get nice and he wants it to melt in the pan. That is and Ray amazing. Liotta, and, and they have all these like five wise guys sitting around and kind of like making 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 stuff, making dinner. Uh, and you see Ray Liotta, he's dealing drugs. To, he's like moving drugs in, while he's in jail to to make to make ends meet to kind of to, to take care of Karen to take care of Karen. <laughs> His wife in the movie. Yeah, uh, he was trying to. He he was selling drugs so he can make his meat. And the scene that we're picking, uh, that we that you just have heard, basically is Polly, who's the big boss. He pulls Henry outside during one of the cliche big family meals. Kind of a parallel because they you had just seen him uh, having a Sunday meal with, uh, you know, with all the boys and the wise guy in jail. Uh, the good fellas. The good fellas. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he's bring he brings them outside. They're having a family meal. It looks utter, utterly delicious. It yes. looks fucking fire. Uh, you know they're having all the all the gravy, the the pasta, the oh, manicot, yeah. the you know the so many carbs, the veal, the yes, yeah, so many carbs at that table. You know <laughs> they had you know the, the best stuff. The, the, it looks it looks delicious, amazing. Uh, every time I watch that that damn movie, I get a little bit hungry because because all the scenes with the food in it. The Italians they know how to eat. Yeah, they know those motherfuckers know how to eat. Yep, one hundred percent. Yeah, but he pulls them outside from the family dinner to talk business. Both of them had like I said they just gotten out of jail. Henry had been selling drugs. And to keep, just to kind of keep the ball rolling for his family, Henry acts dumb, but Polly basically tells him, stay away from the garbage from here and now. Don't yep. make a jerk off out of me. Don't make a jerk out of me, he tells him, because he doesn't want, he, ba he doesn't want to get locked up. He's, uh, when it comes to criminals in that time when you dealt with drugs and you were getting caught messing with drugs, uh, you would get locked up for a long time. It was, look, it was frowned upon in a lot of the ways. Well, to some of the old school guys back in the old school mafiosos. Like even when you watch Godfather, the, that one of the big things of why the Godfather got uh, attacked in the first place is because uh, they were trying to bring drugs into the mix and, the, and Godfather did not want to uh, yeah. deal with drugs. So it's the same kind of thing. Paulie yeah. basically is telling him, hey, no, you, no, stay away from the garbage. Yeah. No, no more. Polly warns him to stay away from his buddies, Jimmy and Tommy, who were proven Jimmy was uh, Robert De Niro's character. Tommy was Joe, Joe Pesci's character. The whole movie about the Goodfellas is basically the boys, those three boys, that trio, uh, kind of how they came up, how they became the big badasses that they are. And those are his best friends. And he tells them, he knows that they're in the drugs together. He tells them, stay away from that shit. Um, Jimmy and Tommy, are, are uh, they're, on, they're, on bad, they're bad guys. That they, there's, there's some shit that could happen to them. He tells them, you're only out early because of me, and you're not fucking around with that shit. You, he says, if you see anybody fucking around with that shit, you're going to tell me, right? And then he slaps him. He slaps the shit out of him. He gives him a slap. Yep. And again, go, and, and, he, and he says, that means anybody. You know, you're gonna, if, you, if you see anybody deal with that shit, whack, gives him a whack. <laughs> and then it cuts directly to a pile of coke that he's, that he's chopping up. It's fucking, it's hilarious. It's crazy. <laughs> but but, but so, so again, the scene that I, the reason I chose the scene, A, because, you know, it, it, it showcases two of the finest actors of that, of that particular era who have both passed away, unfortunately, uh, both at the top of their game at that time with, with working with Titans, working with De Niro and Pesci and all them. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, but, but in the end, they, they, when you talk in the beginning, I talked about how they how they improvised it. Scorsese kind of had a method of how to kind of he how he chose to work with that film. That slap was improvised. That slap was not was not in the script. You can kind of tell too. Yeah, he he does look surprised. surprised. I, like right, I, I know this is audio, so sorry, but we I know and I know we play the clip. But at the very end of that slap, there's a look on Ray Liotta's face where it's just like it's like oh. Oh, oh, oh shit! And it, and it conveys the same kind of it conveys the same kind of feeling that that you would have got at that moment. It was, yeah. he, you know, he's like, oh shit! Like slap! Uh, it's like it's like his dad. It's kind of like his dad. It's like an older dad character kind of telling him, hey, get get your shit together, get off the shit. And um, and if you watch that movie, that ends up being kind of the downfall of uh, of Henry Hill. Yeah, uh, they, they end up playing a good song, uh, "Jump in the Fire." I forgot that, but but when he's running, when he's all coked out and they're like chasing the, the helicopters chasing him and shit. It's crazy. It's it's uh, guys, it's a hell of a movie. I, I you know I'm saying this, but this goes without saying. Goodfellas is. Uh, I went back and watched this movie for the for the podcast just because I saw the scene. But but regardless, like this movie is always iconic. It never fails. It's mm -hmm. always funny. It's dramatic as fuck. It's violent. This shit is the definition of entertaining. Am I am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. The whole from the beginning to the end. Um, you know the, the the you know the thing that he would never be a good fella. You know why? Because he was of yeah, he was like I Irish, Irish, Irish. Yeah, he Italian. wasn't he wasn't he was full Italian. Italian. So he wasn't full but Italian. But he was always doing the shenanigans. Yeah, and from there, like just his growth of 
going up in the gang, and then uh, him getting up, like we're talking about now, he got out of jail, and then him doing just big things in the movie, and it's just yeah, crazy. It's a big. It's it's just a, it's definitely a roller coaster ride. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's from beginning to end. From beginning to end. Yeah, I mean, you see the acting in that, and you see those little moments again that were improvised. Like the big another scene that was improvised was that whole. Uh, are you calling me? A, are you calling me a, a clown? Oh really? Like that, that whole Joe Pesci thing again. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if you guys know the movie, you know. The, do I the, amuse you? Yeah. Do I amuse you? Am I am I your fucking clown? Yeah, like yeah. that whole thing that Joe Pesci did, and then Ray Liotta's like, no, no. And, uh, that as a matter of fact. There was a, a fucking great cartoon uh, that that they, it was the Good Feathers. They made fun of the Good Feathers, <laughs> and they would always go back to that moment. But that moment where where he he fucking asked me, hey, "Am I am I here to be your clown? Am I here to fucking amuse you?" He it was improvised. Oh wow! Again, that was part of those one of those moments that they just that they took and threw into the fucking crypt. Shows you how all the people, all the people, Scorsese, the writers, Pelleggi, uh the actors, Pesci, De Niro, Leota, fucking Sorvino, all those, pe- and then. Uh, uh, I forgot the I forgot the name of oh god I feel bad I the, the girl that was the lady that was in Sopranos the wife Karen she was a great uh, Lorraine Lorraine Bracco there she, you go. she's uh, she is a beast she that was she eventually moved on to the Sopranos but this is where she got her start yeah. great great actress I mean everybody that was in that movie they were all masters of their craft they made a masterpiece they were at the top of their game and they came together to make a gritty story that has become the definition of iconic. Yeah. Uh, in every way, shape, and form, uh, the two of those dudes Paul, in that scene, the two of those dudes, Polly and uh, and Henry uh, Ray Liotta and Parsolino, they clearly had great chemistry. Um, I mean, it it really hit it really hit hard. Um, and you know, to see things like that when you look at like movies and stuff that that were so iconic, um, I appreciate how like the mark they make on the culture. Um, you know, I really do. I, I I love that type of shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I no, mean, no. I mean, you learn a lot from that. Um, you kind of what I what the reason why I love those type of movies is because you kind of get in, in, indulgent in the sense of like you're like, wow, I was there. In I could have been that guy. Yeah, I could have been, been the bad guy. guy. That's why you love like Scarface and fucking God, God just in all the transactions, you know. That, you know what I love happening. too? I love The Departed. Like speaking of Scorsese, oh, you know, Departed is The Departed is great. That was Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt, Matt Damon, Matt fucking uh, who, Marky Mark, who, Marky Mark, Alec Baldwin. That's that, another dream team there. That that he won. He actually won. Like when Goodfellas came out, he I think I think the same year uh, Schindler's List had come out. Oh. So you can't, yeah, that, that you know, Schindler's as much list. as much as you want to give uh, the the best picture or best director to Scorsese for Goodfellas. I mean, you can't really fuck with the Holocaust, you nah, know. I mean, nah, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. I mean, you know, <laughs> Italians or Jews? Who are you gonna pick? I don't, you know. And they went with the Jews that particular case. <laughs> but Schindler's List is a good. Well, movie yeah, too. both good, both good movies. Yeah. But again, that like so. So when they gave the uh, the Oscar to. Scorsese for The Departed, I feel like it was just them them kind of saying, okay, we recognize that you're the badass of the badasses. Oh, he definitely is. You know, but but yeah. But again, he made a mark on culture. Uh, I always love to deal with uh, these... Di- I always love in- investing my time in watching these, like, uh, culture-moving moments. And, you know, some of the things that move the mark in life is music. Oh! <laughs> Musica. Yeah, baby, and that was so. That being our scene, this is our sound, or I should say, sounds. We're doing yeah. multiple today. We're doing multiple today. We kind uh, of chose one. Yeah, of each. yeah. But again, I, th- I feel like we're whereas uh, you know we're both uh, mo- avid movie lovers. I think our our real passion lies in music because we're both big big music heads. Oh, definitely. Uh, and this one, the first first we're going to talk about uh, today on the sounds is one that old Big Legs brought to the table. This is Steve Lacey. Yes, sir. We Steve are- Lacey. Um, he just recently just dropped a, a project called uh, Gemini Rights. Yeah. Within a couple of weeks, actually, um, I told not saying that I totally forgot about him, but I've known about him. Uh, my daughter actually brought this up and was like, "Dad, listen to this," especially because I am a Gemini. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to tell you. When you first brought this, to, you, you sent this to me, we, you know, because we, we discuss the ideas and kind of throw stuff back and forth. But um, when I when I looked at the the name of the album, Gemini Rights. Um, yeah, you did. You're like. Yeah. Of course, Lex would fucking like this because he's always talking about how he's a Gemini and how it, it's a part of his his uh, his kind of aura. You know, he, he I don't know what are the traits of a Gemini, Lex. So we're just well, the 
there's a lot of things. Give me the fucking cliff notes. Give me the fucking the, cliff the, notes. The cliff notes, uh, what people think is that we're like two-faced, we're moody. I am moody. You're I'm, pretty moody. Yeah, I'm fucking moody. <laughs> I'm moody as hell. Um, but as long as you can admit it, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I admit it. Uh, moody. Uh, I am a sensitive person inside. You might not see it, but I am sensitive. I mean, okay. Uh, there's right. two people uh, actually balancing out the whole music. Thing. This, I've always brought this up where... Um, you know, being a father, that's one face. Uh, being a musician, producer, that's two faces. Yeah. You know, or, or being creative. So I always look at it like that. If I wasn't a Gemini, I don't think I'd be able to balance as much as what I'm doing. Okay. So that's definitely, I consider so that to good. be like a trait, like right. being able to balance multiple, like what, multiple what's the, lives. What's the, the astrological sign is what, two and something? It's two, it's like a, the number two or... Two people. Like if uh, I'm a Pisces, if a Pisces is There's a, a fish. fish. Oh, we get along. I know, but well, clearly, but 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 but, but <laughs> <laughs> clearly, you, you, didn't, you didn't have to let me know. But but I mean, like if if a, if a Pisces is a fish, yeah, then what the fuck? A Gemini is is, is it literally two faces? It's just two dudes, two people, two people, two faces, two. It just it symbolizes. Are you, are you it symbolizes assuming their gender? <laughs> oh god! It could be. It could be two non-binary. Already could be two non-binary. Non-binary. There you go. There you go. Just say. Just say. Yeah, and then um, we like we're introvert. <laughs> we're in- <laughs> wow, we're introverts. Yet we're uh, ex. You know, we like to be outside though. At the same time, yeah. So it's it's yeah. It's you're, you're, we're it's walking one, contradiction. Walking con- there you go. See, look, that's what you should have led with. <laughs> when I say the cliff notes. We are a walking contradiction. We are a walking that's contradiction, that but that, but but in the best of ways, of yeah. course. And that, and then I'm not a hypocrite, so that's no, no, no. Uh, oh, but, but again, we're talking specifically. We're talking Steve Lacey. Yes, we're, sir. Ta- we're talking bad habits. That that is the single off of the album Gemini Rights. We'll cut through a couple different of the tracks that are on Steve Lacey's album because again, Steve Lacey, he is uh, 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 he's well known. He yeah. uh, straight out of Compton, straight out of Compton. One of the young- <laughs> calm down, NWA. I didn't. I didn't, yeah, I didn't that, that wasn't on purpose either. That really wasn't on purpose. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mean to do that. Straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. He knows Dr. Dre and Kendrick. I'm just kidding. He doesn't. Oh, he, you know, he might. He might. I don't know. I, I, I doubt he's listening to this, but but you never know. Anyway, so he came. He came from Compton. He's an American yep. musician, singer, songwriter, record producer. Uh, he gained recognition as a guitarist of the R&B group The Internet. The Internet. One of the finest things that ever came out of Odd Futures. Uh, uh, fucking record label. You know, they, they they Odd Future was great. They brought a lot of things to the table. Uh, Tyler, the creator, being the main thing coming from them, obviously. But yep. the internet was also a great band that was formed out of there, um, and he came in. They they became a thing, but he came in after the fact. Yeah. Uh, the internet, who just who recently announced they're breaking up. The the Sid, the kid, uh, quoted the the internet is exactly what we want it to be. It's a snapshot of where we are at that at the time individually and together. So they did choose to break up. But again, he was a guitarist that he came in and added a, he added a lot of stuff. He I, I I had written it down at one point, but he had contributed to a lot of different albums. Oh yes, um, tons of different stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, he but but he had you know he was part of their 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 outfit and he did a lot. Uh, his debut album Apollo Twenty One was released in May twenty nineteen. Mm. The album earned him a nomination for best urban contemporary album at the wow. uh, in the at the sixty second. 62nd annual Grammy Awards and was produced on a jailbroken iPhone. That's crazy. That is bananas. I, I was talking to somebody recently and Lex filled me in as well that I guess he's really, this guy Steve Lacey is really well known as a DIY, like a do-it-yourself guy. Yeah. He's like a bedroom, a bedroom, like a, like a producer kind of, again, the fact that his first album got a Grammy nomination yes. and was produced on a jailbroken iPhone. So he didn't even have all the, he, it was all bootleg uh, you know, production like software and shit. Yeah. You know, I gotta give that not bootleg production, just bootleg software, software where yeah. he made this amazing fucking album. Yeah, uh, it goes to show you you don't need much, you don't need much to actually create greatness. Yeah, you just need talent. You just need talent, perseverance. Yeah. You know, hustle. Uh, his second studio album, Gemini Rights, which is the one we are talking about today, yeah. uh, was released recently, Je- July twenty fifth of twenty twenty two. Bad Habits. Uh, let's hear a clip of Bad Habits. This Bad is Habits again is this, a single. This is the single. Uh, we're gonna play this on Spotify. Real mellow. Mm-hmm. 
So, Bad Habits, a sad, almost a remorseful song. Uh, it's, a, it's such a blend of soulful voice with a steady, well-produced, emotional, catchy tune. Like, it, it stayed in my head for fucking days after I listened to it. Yep. Real quick, Lex, if you can, uh, so so this is the, so you heard the beginning of it. It's kind of the beginning of the song. If you get right around two minutes and 20, we'll play. Yeah, we'll, there's a change-up. Yeah, there's the like a change-up of the style. I, I just kind of want to showcase that real quick. Fuck around, get tongue-tied in. I turn it on, I make it rowdy. Love this. This is great. I love it. So raw. Yeah. 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 Changing like this, the style, the beat behind that, and you know what I've always said? I've always, I always, I use the word "it's gravy, it's gravy" on a regular basis, me really? personally. So when I heard that, I was like, "It's biscuits, it's gravy." I was like, "Fuck yeah, it's tight, that's great." <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of them. That's uh, the, the single off the album. It's fantastic. Uh, again, I, I can see why they made that the single because it's catchy. Yep. Um, you know, he he says the line. You can't. Uh, it's going back to what we were talking about. You can't surprise a Gemini. I'm everywhere. I'm cross-eyed. And now, I, now that you're back, I can't decide if I decide if you're invited. You always knew the way to wow me. Fuck around, get tongue-tied. I turn it on. I make it rowdy, then carry on. But I'm not hiding. You grabbing me hard because you know what you found. It's biscuits and gravy. Exactly. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> it's biscuits and gravy. But but again, like the, what you're kind of going over to, like he he like saw it coming from a mile away. Yep. Like he sees it because they play both sides. It's got, it's a trip. It's a trip that he's using the kind of the kind of what you're talking about. Apparently, Gemini's all know their themselves pretty well. Yeah. Uh, him being one of them. I mean, he made a fucking album about it. So you know. <laughs> uh, but but at some point in the, in the album. All right, in that song, he says, uh, let's fuck let's fuck in the back of the mall. I, I love that line. Yeah, That's that a line, great fucking line. line yeah. I, I can dig it. I can dig it. And it's very, like, coming from the previous episode, very simple. Yeah. Too crazy. Kind of silly. 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 A little yeah. bit of silly. Not taking, it, not, not, not taking it too seriously. Yeah. Kind of having fun with it. Yes. Having fun with but it. But it's still it, relatable as hell. Yeah, and, and it's funny because, you know, having fun with it, because, like, uh, you could tell, uh, it, coming from a guy that's, like, do it yourself, makes it in his own, you know, makes it in his own house. Like, oh, you know, like you, it makes yeah. it in his own house, kind of does his own shit. You know, again, that first out, jailbroken. I mean, you got to, uh, your soul, the soul of your art, like, of you being, like, fun, just fucking with it, having having a blast with it, it shows. It yeah. shows in that. Yeah. So the next, uh, and again, so that, that's the song specifically we're talking about. We're talking about bad habits. We're talking about Gemini rights. But on the same album, again, the whole album as a whole is a really, is a really nice piece. Yes. Um, the next one we're going to talk about is Helmet, Helmet. just off the same album. Helmet, really uh, one of my good, one of my good friends. She she kind of when I was talking about, I was telling her I was like listening to the album. I was like, yeah. She she pointed me to this song. I listened to the whole thing, but this is good. So they hit, hit a clip of that. Helmet. Here we go, Helmet. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's a good one. Again, a little bit like higher tempo, a little quicker. Kind of funky. That little bass on the bass. Funky. I don't know exactly where it comes in, but but like it's funky. It's great use of bass and guitar. That little that little like squeeze of guitar in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. those little accents. The little accents, yeah. accents. Yeah. There you go. I like the little droplets of uh, p- piano mixed in for effect. Those chords, pump, pump. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Like it. I like it. All right. So, so that that's helmet. I like again. You really again. If we're, if you're listening to this and you listen to, if you give a shit about any, anything, these spotlights we're putting on it. Um, go listen to the album. Check it out. It's fucking awesome. Uh, one of the one of the um, one of the the uh, uh, lyrics from that song that I, I kind of took down was, "But loving you was a hazard, so I got my heart a helmet." The album, the song is called Helmet. I love that line. Like, it, it, yeah, you gotta protect you know yourself, I mean? man. And, and that could that could be your heart, or it could be your dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You know, go either way. No, uh, the, no the, helmet here, man. <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm Mexican, bro. You know, <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, I'm not a fan of rubbers either, but goddamn, <laughs> shit. What's it got to do with well, being Mexican? Well, you know, man. I got two kids already. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, the other one that that Lex brought to my oh, attention yeah. was oh, the Cody man. Freestyle. This is my the Cody Freestyle on the same album on yeah. Gemini, Gemini Rights. Uh, sure before this we even before we hit it, I'll just say like I, I when I when I listened to the song, I I, I noted that it was like a it's like a cold ass song. It's a rich use of organ and keys, mm. makes it extremely uh, emotional. You can hear it. Yeah, hit me with it. It hit, oh yeah! <laughs> oh, I, I I like that. <laughs> see, they get the organ right there coming out with the bass. <laughs> 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 Some things are like, what is that? A falsetto? Or what the fuck yeah, is that? Yeah, falsetto. See, yeah, see, I like that. He does that very well. Yes. But he showcases it on the album. His range is definitely up. Yeah, really, really, yeah, really. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't shed a tear now, guys. Don't shed a, don't shed a tear, guys. I'm just not entertained. Don't cry. There is a much to give. Cry a little if you want to. <laughs> Here we go. Why you bother me? Yeah, it's it. Why you bother me? Love those keys. Unless you're swallowing. Yeah, baby. Unless you're swallowing. I could use your deep throat. I could, yeah, oh, he, he, yeah. yeah, cut it on that, cut it on that, cut it on that. I could use your deep throat. Again, <laughs> again, talking about silly, you know, again, talk. The, the, the song as a whole, it's great use of bringing, like, his clear pain yeah. into a vibrantly dark song. But it's also, although serious, it still gets funny. It still gets loose. Like you said, he's still having fun. I mean, he's, you know, he's... You know, talking about getting deep throat. You know, don't. Why, what? That's a hell of a line. Hell of a line. Yeah. Great, great shit. I love it. Uh, the other, the last one, and again, I love the song. Uh, I put uh, just because I get, I took note of the the one of the lyrics is. Sometimes I, he says it in the very beginning. He says it in the falsetto. Sometimes I feel the weight of codependency. I don't deserve the blame. I just don't feel the same. And then he goes into it more, obviously, but yeah. Uh, deep, but man. but again, deep, deep, deep. deep it, it starts with that. It yeah. starts with that, and then it goes into I could use the deep throat. Yeah, that's fucking the the Gemini. The Gem. Yeah, all right. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, last one. I'll just play real quick. We don't got to get. But but when I listened to the whole album, I, I took note of this one because um, it was kind of a different feel from the whole album as a whole. Okay. Yeah. This one. And I this like is the Sunshine, Sunshine featuring Fouché. Yeah. I like the bounce. It's already got like a little bit more of a bounce. Different song. Almost uplifting. Yeah. Your head's bobbing right now, I know. I know it's bobbing, because our head's bobbing, so you, our head's bobbing, your head's bobbing. Mm-hmm. We play with me. We're gonna go till the, the she comes in too. Her melodies are dope. Touche. Yep. Caught me up when I saw you last week. Oh so tough, but you loved when you had me. It's like a faster tempo of the rest of the album. Yeah. A little more pop. Here it comes, here it comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, drift on this, drift on this. You can go on there. You can go, you can go. All right, there you go. All right, I love it, I love it. Again, like I said, light, airy sound, faster tempo than the rest of the album. It's a little bit more pop, but a brighter and bouncier. Uh, the lyric I stole off of it was that this is love. I finally found it because he at the very end of all this, it's like this like real bouncy fun song. They're having like a they're having like a back and forth between Fouché and him, um, and at the end he says this is love. Like he says it, he actually talks it. He's like this is love. I finally found it. Uh, the, again, the song it's like it's to- total different, uh, total different song than the rest of the album, but but I really liked it. Yeah. Um, uh, again, the, the album as a whole, you, you can see he, 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 well, off the bat, Steve once called his commitment to like do it yourself songwriting and production the bare minimum. He just wanted to make 
good music through his style and like his 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 production, right? So yeah. the album as a whole proves that he was a valuable asset to every every album that he has put. Is like the internet. Uh, he worked yeah. with Kendrick. He worked with a bunch of different people. It shows that he's uh, such a, a a valuable piece that he for every artist he's worked with and collaborated with. Um, the songs are big, almost cinematic. That he knows the sound. He knows what he's going for. He tells great stories through his music, both in the lyrics and through the sound. You can kind of feel the vibe. But through, like again, it's very cinematic. Each has a clear direction and feel, and the execution of each song is filled with precise sound with a hint of improvisation sprinkled in here and there. Like, I like that. Yeah. Um, and it's a great album. <clears throat> and great. speaking of in- improv- improvisation, the, again, we're bringing two sounds to you this week. The other, the other sound that we're bringing is Krungbin. Krungbin. If you know this band, it's spelled... K-H-R-U-A-N-G-N-I-N. It's a fucking hell of a name. I didn't know how to pronounce it until I did research for this goddamn podcast. And it's pronounced Krongbin. It's a Thai. It's, I it's, was about it, to say, is this Thai? It's Thai. It means airplane. Ah. Uh, Krongbin is an American. I, I, I know we were talking about it before the podcast. I, I, I don't know if Lex has heard this, but I, if, if he hasn't, I'm about to bless the fuck out of him with this yeah. song, with these clips. Um, a Krongbin is... Uh, an American musical trio from Houston, Texas. The band is, is, compromises, or is compromised of Laura Lee on bass, Mark Spear on guitar, and Donald Deej Johnson Jr. on drums. Uh, hell of a trio. You know, you get big band trios. Like uh, when you think of trios, you think of Rush, you think of Muse. Uh, you think of these like iconic trio rock bands that just uh, sometimes for a good rock band or a good band, because they're not really a rock, they're a rock band, obviously, no doubt about it. But when you think of a rock band, you think of like a certain sound, like they get the most out of a bass, a guitar, and drums. And that's all you need. And that's all you need. Yep. Rhythm on the bass and the drums and mm-hmm. a guitar to kind of mix it in. Uh, they are a band known for blending global musical influences such as classic soul, dub, rock, and psychedelia. Their debut studio album, The Universe Smiles Upon You in 2015, it draws from the histor- history of Thai music in, ni- in the 1960s, uh, specifically the Luk Tongue. I don't know what the hell that sounds like. I just I know <laughs> that that's what it came from. But their second album, Con Todo El Mundo, has influences from Spain and the Middle East, specifically Iran. It's funny, I was playing a song from them at my work recently, um, and my buddy who's in a, who, who my, one of my coworkers, he's Armenian, who's like, they, they, they listen to a lot of different shit. A lot of the, like, just like us, like Mexicans, we listen to a lot of like Chente and like, like, uh, like older Hispanic music. You listen to different styles from your, to your culture. Um, you know, they have a sound for uh, Afghani, for Armenian, for Iranian music, because that's like their, their, their type of... Uh, that's where they come from. Yeah. So I was playing a song from them, and he was like, "Hey, who is that band?" And I was like, "Oh, it's Krungbin." I had just learned the name. I I know the band for years, but I don't know. I didn't know the name. But I was like, "Oh, it's this band that I'm listening to." He's like, "You know, that sounds kind of almost like Iranian. Like, there's a specific uh, instrument." And that's when when I was doing my research, I I, I that's when I found that that the second album w- w- basically had a lot of influence from like Iran mm. they take they take these sounds from around the world and they kind of like they they smash it into what they do um, mix it up together when I was when I was looking at an interview uh, from uh, the Dimensions Festival Mark uh, the guitarist he was explaining that he really took a lot of inspiration from different types of music from around the world just by listening even though not being able to understand the lyrics he was just listening to the sounds and the melodies um, and the you know vibes. and he, he felt it he said even though you couldn't understand what they were saying you kind of could feel Again, cinematic music speaks past any language. Oh, yeah. um, the second album uh, I already already went into that, but released they released a collab of te- called Texas Sun with Leon Bridges in 2020. Um, the song that we're talking about specifically is called Time You and I, and that's from Mordecai their their 2020 album. They've released more than that's their fourth album. They've released a few. Mm-hmm. But we're going to touch on a co- couple of their songs real quick. Uh they Krungbin they're they're Musical genre is hotly debated amongst the critics, the musical critics. Not that that matters by any means, but mostly they, they most of their songs are very instrumental, mostly instrumental. Mm-hmm. The, the band's sound has been described as soul, surf rock, psychedelic, rock, dub, and funk. Are the, that's like what's most commonly used though is Thai funk. Um, although they themselves wouldn't really say they were stuck into one genre, they bounce all over the place. And as you can clearly hear from the different sounds of these songs, so hit me with time, time, you and I. I. Yep, yeah, baby, I love, fucking love this song. Funky. This album, Mordecai, has drifty, jazzy, funky feel. So eclectic, they shuffle through so many genres while keeping a through line of Thai funk. This is time. 
dance, right? This is your first time hearing this? Yes. Hooray. <laughs> Love that bass. She's on bass, Laura Lee. Get, the girl singing right now is on bass. We'll get to the, we'll get to the chorus. We'll get So the drummer, he's he came from gospel hip hop sound. Oh, keep going, wait, wait, wait. Get, oh, wait, 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 wait. It's coming. Oh, it's coming. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, yeah, you good, you good. So. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to get to like that drums because uh, I love the drum. The drummer had come from like uh, they all come from different like places. Like the drummer had come from like hip hop. Go- he he was an, actually they Mark and the drummer they they had met. Oh, uh, they, well, I forgot the names of all of them yet, per se, but uh, they they had met in church. So the drummer came from like gospel. He had oh, done a lot of hot he, he, where he specialized in gospel like break beats. So you get a lot of good drummers from bro, church. Those things are amazing. I mean, those things. Sorry, sorry, no, nothing. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Pause. My bad. My Uh-oh. I caught myself. I caught myself. Uh-oh. But I've been to those. Uh, okay, go. it's good. It's good. I've been to uh, like Baptist uh, churches and stuff like that because you know my ex-wife is black, so I've been to. You know, well, I know Christian, they don't Christian, know. Oh, they don't know. Yeah, so His ex-wife is black. Yeah, so we've been to Christian churches. We've oh. been to my my kids are actually christened as well as. Uh, uh, oh, those baptized. churches are fun too. Those Bro. churches, that that fucking, they, they be playing music, the, guitar, the, the, jamming. I've never watched, been to yeah. so, like a fucking like a more live church. Yeah, those. Praise Jesus. The, the drummer is. I always stare at the drummers. Always stare at the drummers because they're just so jamming. Ooh, jamming. Break B, that, that 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 music it goes quick. It's just fucking fast. Break. I mean, this is bad. I, I, uh, on this, uh, yeah, you're 100 percent right. We used to have a friend, but we had a fellow that we used to work with by the name of Marvell. He used to play drums in the. Oh, Marvell used to play drums. You know what, uh, Marvell? I get, I get. I, on a side note, if you know me personally, I used. He always he told me this. Whenever I used to say hi to the, the hey, good morning, he would always be like, I'm blessed and less stressed, Pete. Blessed and less stressed. And I use that to this day. Yeah. I, I, I still that. I fucking use that all the time. I love that. Blessed and less stress. That's Marvel, how you can hope to be. Blessed and less stress. Yeah, Marvell. Yeah, shout out. You're fucking bad at Marvell. Woo, you were you were a badass motherfucker. Yeah. Uh this song though, on this song, I did I love her bass and voice on this. The bass is loud and smooth. Oh yeah, it's funky. It's it's, it's like the, it's like but the bass is loud and smooth. Her voice is subtle and perfectly balanced. Like it's like it's like it would even be a great instrumental by itself. But it's so much more blessed with her sound in there. The breakbeats feel so natural. And the star underneath all of it is the liquid lightning of the guitar. That little, like, fucking, that little whack, 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 yeah. whack, that little the accent of it. Keeps the rhythm see. going. Um, yeah. Again, that's, that's what they do best. And they bounce around. One of the other things. Okay, so we're going to go through a couple of them. A couple of their songs from all their albums. Uh, the, the next one is, is I, I don't know how to pronounce this. I didn't look it up. It's, I think it's Francis. Conosis de Fas de Fache. <laughs> Sorry. Kanasi de Face. I don't know how to pronounce Kanasi de Face. Konasi de Face. Kanasi de Face. Yeah, that works. But hit, hit me with that. This is this one. What I the, so we'll, we'll give you a little taste of it. Oof. Yeah, bitch. Oof. I told you. You don't even know. I was coming with some heat. Came with some heat. The fuck. I like the funk. Yeah, look at that guitar. It's just three instruments. Three, uh, you got a bass, and the guitar, and then of course the break beats. Wait, wait for it. Makes me think of that place. And it tells a story. Yeah, put it up a little bit. Telling a story. See, I got some shit. Netflix and chill. <laughs> yeah, this is some fucking music. Let it go, though. Let it go. Guitar. I like the guitar. Of course, you got the bass thing. It's, it's they're talking. The bass and the guitar yeah. are talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The bass goes in, and the guitar comes in. And the drum is just like being silently chilling in the back. He's playing. Oh, he's the middleman. Like, hey, hey, pay attention. He's keeping it going. Yeah. You got a little gospel in the back. We're here to have fun, baby. Yeah. Is that butthole? (laughs) 
All right, all right. You, you can hit me with it. So, so like, when I heard the song, I'm thinking, like, it tells a story. They're literally telling a story. It's through, like, a beautiful cinematic song. It feels like poetry because they're talking. They're talking, and they're li- and it's even lyrically, but it's a poetry backed by three instruments just dancing behind it, doing it. Like you said, they're talking to each other. They're dancing. They're having, like, a little sweet fucking sexual movement. Like, they're just making that shit happen. It's a great song. Uh, to go from that time you and I to, like, this, it's such a different style. Uh, again, so they released a couple things with Leon Bridges. The next one I'm, that that we're gonna real, real quick is uh, B side. B side on te- uh, it's, this is from their most recent uh, LP with Leon Bridges. They did Texas Sun in 2020. This year they did Texas Moon with Leon Bridges, and this is B side. Hit me with it. Mm. I'm telling you, they always bring that. It's like funky, yeah, always funky. Baby. It harkens back to that like old school funk. Give me a little bit of Barry White in this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that guitar. You like the guitar in the chill in the back. Hey. Hey. And the keys. Does Leon play keys? Uh, you know, I don't know. Probably, highly probable. In another place, hold it out to move. Adjust his your pillow. I love that little key. Yeah, right? That little key. In other ways. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, baby. Nah, I didn't mean like bitch like baby. Like, you know. I just meant like bitch like in the universe. The universe. Yeah. I don't feel good to you. Feel good to you. All right, hit me with it. You can do it that side. So again, this is B-side. This this is B-side. It's heavy bass with quick break beats. Uh, The rhythm rips like a motherfucker. It's sweet. I like like the sweet, quick guitar riffs. Leon adds like a smooth taste of soul. Like he's just, it's dope. Uh, If you haven't heard any of those Hey, Krungbin, if you, again, we're trying to give you these things to spotlight them. Krungbin is the shit. Um, If you haven't heard Krungbin, any of their albums, go check them out. Um, But the two, the two uh, projects that they did with Leon Bridges are really good. Actually, that song too is like a, it's, it's kind of a departure from the rest of the album. The, their albums that they made with Leon Bridges, they're a little bit more. They have a certain sound to them, and that's kind of like a, a little bit of a different piece. Um, I think. Okay, so the next one I'm going to bring to the table now. Now, okay, so this is the last one for Krungbin, and again, their whole everything that they bring, all their albums are great. But yeah. this is a, a quick taste of their most recent single. And again, just to show you the diversity of what they bring to the table, this is a Savan with Vivio Farcator. Again, I don't know how to pronounce that. It's French. But this is just a real quick clip of this. It's to show the diversity of their style. This is a more reggae feel with like a French artist. Mm. Slow, dark, echoey, gritty, right. emotional. Let's, Hit me with it. Let's do it. Oh, this is louder too. Mm-hmm. Way different. But still got the guitar. The Spanish guitar in the front, a little yeah, bit. Yep, 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 yep. Keys. And uh, DJ, uh, or rather, yeah, the drummer, he does play keys too. Oh, there you go. Because he was in gospel. He did, like, you know. Uh, it's coming, don't worry. Makes you want to speak Spanish. Makes me want to fucking <laughs> Makes me want to walk a desert Yes Yes Taking mushrooms Going on a vision quest Yes Oh yeah Exploring the universe Oh, oh here it goes Oh here you go Oh man It's almost reggae style Yeah But it's a French artist It's them A Texas band And a French artist Making this It's a vibe It's the same thing First time you ever heard this right Yep There you go Again, it, I'm, I'm just doing this to kind of show you the the different styles and the different sounds that oh, they're definitely very, very the, uh, unique, eclectic. eclectic, all over the place. Yeah. I mean, this band has proven to be one of the masters of trying different sounds and seamlessly mixing them into like a funky machine, their funky machine. 
to produce a unique sound each and every time. Um, they must be one hell of a fun show live. I'm, I'm actually going to try to go catch them. Uh, to Well, I mean, I'm thinking to see them live, it's going to be crazy to see them execute these sounds live. It must be such a lesson in working on, on stage like a well-oiled machine because they probably have done these songs and have created together for so many years. Like these people probably, these three individuals have probably done so much shit live and i've seen stuff on youtube and stuff but obviously as usual you can never really um you can never really like get a grasp of how dope a band is until you see them live live i feel like you know it's one thing to put something on wax it's one thing to put it on spotify it's even better to watch um watch them do it live yes. uh, I'm, I'm an i'm a big believer of concerts i love live music and to see them like I've seen, uh, like we were talking about Wet Leg last week. I've seen mm -hmm. them live. We talk when I, when I look at videos of these people of the Krungbin, um, it I, it makes me uh, jealous that I haven't actually seen them fucking destroy shit because they they're probably it's probably a a masterclass in how to like how to just create music on on the front because it's again although when you look at like even like jazz musicians mm -hmm. and, uh, or or uh, or rock bands, these are people that have done it so many times together, but then they 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 give themselves uh, room to fuck around to to like just. Yeah jam and i love that i love see and, and this strikes me as a band that would that would do that that they're gonna be at the primavera sound festival in los angeles coming up in september which they're opening up for the nine inch nails one of my favorite bands of all wow. time wow yeah 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 it's a hell of a it's a weird lineup <laughs> that primavera wow. it's arctic monkeys is a head headliner nine inch nails i love nine inch nails if you know me i'm a fucking yes. big fan of trent reznor trent reznor is a god um but krungbin krungbin nine inch nails i i fucking want to go check them out i'm gonna apply for press passes to that bitch too so get me in get me in but that's our sounds you know again we're we're both avid uh listeners and believers and connoisseurs of uh different shit what what and so with that we're gonna take it to our next get, hit me with that hit me with that skin huh? with that we're gonna take yes yeah, uh the next one so again we appreciate the scenes we appreciate the sounds and then we're moving on to some science um i was gonna call an audible this week but in this case i'm just gonna go what we got i found that Mars Express Orbiter sees a massive canyon system in on Mars, obviously, on Mars, uh, by Gizmodo. Uh, the Mars Express Orbiter recently imaged a canyon system on the red planet that is nearly 10 times longer, 20 times wider, hmm. and five times deeper than Earth's Grand Canyon. Hmm, emoji. Hmm. Have you been to Earth's Grand Canyon? I've never been to Grand Canyon. No, I've actually been wanting to. I've uh, driven by it so many times, and I've never uh, stopped to how go. How do you just drive by randomly the fucking Grand Canyon? It just, it just happens. What are you doing over there? You just fucking like taking you go, driving to Texas. Go to get a burger or something. No, driving to Texas. Oh, okay. When I drove to Texas, we drove by it. <laughs> or when you go Hoover to, Dam. Hoover Dam's over there by next to it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying like if you go to uh, yeah, to been. Vegas, if you take another route, if you go south, yeah, you go by the Hoover Dam. I, 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 might, I think I remember going to the Hoover Dam when I was really young. That, but, dude, that thing is scary it's as massive. Yeah, it's a fucking trip. Yeah, yes. if you watch Westworld, which we'll discuss eventually one day too, they. They recently uh, had it displayed on a um, on a episode. It was fucking crazy to see it's something fun. that big. And to see people get out their cars to go look, I'm like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. I'm I don't cool. want to. I don't want to. I don't want to fall off. I'm cool. I but be the kind of so the person. so the Mars orbiter mm -hmm. basically saw a fucking canyon that big, ten times longer, twenty times wider. If you don't know the Grand Canyon, the Grand Canyon is fucking massive. It massive. makes you it makes you feel like you're in. Uh, like a like a speck of sand in this big grand algorithm of a universe. Um, the massive feature is called the Valles Marines, the Mariner Valleys uh, uh, in English, and it's the largest canyon system in the solar system, according to the ESA release. If it were on Earth, the canyon system would stretch from the northern tip of Norway to the bottom of Sicily. Wow! If you don't know your geography, that, that bitch is. is Big, yeah, as long as fuck. Yeah, yeah, and big too. Wide as fuck too. Um, uh, not, no, no said. dick jokes. No dick jokes. Ah, I, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Uh, Mars Express has been orbiting the red planet since 2003 and has captured remarkable views of the planet's geographical features from above. The satellite is also charged with studying the Martian atmosphere and mapping the planet's mineral makeup. In the images, the sand atop Titanium Chasm Chasma. Tithonium Casbah. That sounds like the name of a band. Nice. Or the name hey, of a or the name or the name of like a weird sex move. 
Uh, it could be either one. Damn, I busted that titanium chasma the other night. Yeah, she, pulled was, she, my, was, she was pretty mad, but... Pulled my back out. Pulled my back out. My knees were fucked up. <laughs> the titanium chasma is darker, suggesting that it may have the volcanic, or, volcanic origins. Mm. There are also mounts near the sand dunes at the top of the structure, each nearly two miles tall. The mound's eroded shape is probably due to the intense Martian winds, this, which sometimes kick up in the enormous storms, which just means like the edges of this damn canyon they're fucking so large and like massive that on that on that planet the winds are just fucking like they're they're cutting into this damn canyon this giant canyon in the middle of the red planet adjacent to those dunes is evidence of a martian landslide there also have appeared to have be landslides that on the opposite of titanium so this this canyon surrounded by like landslides it's just it's it's a it's a fucking mound of uh movement or, yeah. or, or geological movement um it's crazy. I mean, the, the, the fact that, that we see something this huge on, on, on Mars, um, it, that something that dwarfs, like, when, when you think of, like, natural, natural, um, you know, elements or, or natural, like, uh, 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 I guess, like, natural, I don't know what it was, you know, like, big things that happen in, in, in nature, like, mm, like giant right. volcanoes, like Yellowstone, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or, like, uh, the, the fucking Ring of Fire, you know, when you think of these crazy geographical uh, the changes and, 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 and uh, I don't know what you would say, just, like, these big items that are in the world, in our world, you have something like the canyon's so big in our world, but you have something that's like three to ten times the size of anything that we have on our spit on on Mars, and it makes you think of like the the you know the the history of of Mars and kind of like what what it's gone through. Mm -hmm. Has has it ever had life like Earth? You know, has it ever had? Um, you know, the, the natural uh, question is, has it ever had life? You know, nobody knows the history of Mars. W when you look at our Earth, you're looking at like a, like a snapshot of, of the world that, that we live in. And, you know, our, our humans have been around for what? Ten thousand years, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a or, lot of, yeah. there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like skepticism and like different stories that come about about this type of subject. But when you think about it, that, that's the thing that it makes me think about. When I read this story, I look at like, oh shit, like what what happened on Mars all those years ago? How yeah. long? You know, what do you think? Uh, I think the same thing, especially because you know i believe that we're not the only people in this earth i mean this earth and this universe yeah the earth dumbass <laughs> we're this universe. Not, we got some people in the front yard <laughs> <laughs> neighbors right there i can see them uh, but you know i mean like there's there's got to be life out there right we can't be the only ones here so you think of the history of mars and especially you know they always try finding these type of things there the 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 the, the big yeah, well, and there's and there's two different things. I mean, we're talking like the thing that we're talking about that big fucking canyon of Mars. Canyon. It's but it, but it's it's a it's a natural thing there. So so you, you're looking at like the the fucking the 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 structure of Mars and kind of like like the something as big as that. With like you, you feel like all of Earth has been has been investigated ten times over. So yeah. we know where all the nooks and crannies. Except the of it ocean. Is. Yeah, except the ocean. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, but you know what? Yeah, you're right. I don't think Mars has any water. No, it's not. So water. think of all the things that are hiding in our ocean that are probably as big. That are probably as big. Like I didn't do the research to like look up like the the big uh, canyons and the big like giant holes that are, there exist in the, in the ocean. But you're right. I imagine if all the Earth was exposed. Was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no water. Because no what water. do they what do they say? What, what are they, how much how much of the Earth is water? About like eighty percent, or something like, like that. Pretty, yeah, high. something like that. Yeah, it's pretty high. And again, we're two knuckleheads talking a bunch of shit, so we don't know all the details of any of this <laughs> stuff. We're just we're just having a conversation about this stuff. Yes, and that goes for anything. Yeah, that goes for uh, whatever. Like hell, I I, I I I like music, but I don't know half the shit that I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just showing. Oh I, shit! I'm just showing. I'm just showing you some. I'm just I'm just showing you kind of what I what I uh, what I think I know about. You are hilarious, <laughs> this guy over here. But definitely, it's good to know. It's good to see other people's opinions and stuff like that. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, no. But again, if you if you emptied the if you emptied uh, the fucking Earth, and it was just no water surrounding all of it, like well, how many canyons and like like oh yeah, down be? there especially, bro. But, but and, and, and underground yeah. volcanoes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hawaii you know, was created by it was one of the, the earth, earthquakes. It moves the land. So imagine how it looks down there, like everything being shifted. Yeah. Yeah. The oh, layers. Yeah. 
Look, it, just looking, if you go to the pictures of the, the Grand Canyon and stuff like that, where you see the layers. It's crazy. Besides, yeah. besides, besides, like how many years? How many years? How I mean, many we're years? talking thousands, maybe millions, millions of years, millions we of fucking years. We don't years, know. Dude, we don't. We really we don't, don't know. know. Yeah, we no, we really don't know. Well, we don't know. We <laughs> <laughs> we we really don't know. We, we don't we just, know. I, I yanked this fucking thing. I, I seen this story. I was like, whoa, this is fucking, talk about something it. to talk about. Yeah. But the real but the real thing is when you think about Mars and like these crazy like the real question is is did life ever exist over there? That's the real question. It's the real odd. Maybe question. it's that's the beginning of something. What do you mean? Like <laughs> maybe it's the be- like that's Put you how. On the spot. No, no. Like maybe like it's the beginning of you know something starting to live out there. You know, like they say how us was quote. Well, there's many yeah, ways yeah, where yeah. they say well, yeah, how we started your evolution. Some of you might say Adam and Eve. And, Adam and you know, Eve evolution. There's so evolution. many stories yeah, out there. I think it's a combination of the two. Maybe but, out no, there. No, you're right. But you're right. Is it the start? Maybe or, the it, or, or was it the end and now it's starting again? And then the inside of Mars, maybe there's water in there because you, you need water in order for things to Yeah, I don't know how the science, I don't know how the science works because like our, our, our core is like liquid fucking metal and rock, right? Right. That's the core. It's um, hot as F in there. Hot as fuck. That's where hell came from, I think. And that's where they, yeah. Nah, I, don't, I, I really don't know that. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, but nah, but it's crazy because you think about like all that... You think about Mars, like we're sending shit out there to go like investigate Mars right. on a regular basis. China is trying to send fucking like we we've been sending drones for years. I guess we Elon's trying to fucking. They're just trying drone. to know if it's inhabitable, so that we. Well, we know it's not inhabitable, a hundred percent, because it, we, our atmosphere is like I don't think the atmosphere would be able to. Uh, we wouldn't be able to breathe over there. Well, by, we could take we could take pieces of metal and build fucking. Oh no, we're getting we're getting we're getting movies. Uh, yeah, there, there's literally a movie called The Martian where they talk yeah. about this. Hundred <laughs> percent. I don't know. I, mean, I, I bit off more than I could chew with this damn science article. Uh, I don't know. No, I think I think we're going the right direction here. Like it's just it, it makes it makes you think. Like you know, it, it, were people there? Were people are not? You know, I don't think people were there. It. I mean, I think maybe well, there was aliens? some kind of life. Oh. Yeah, I just saw that movie Nope, and that was that was alien. That was alien based kind of. That was a hell of a movie. Too. I heard. I, I'm, I haven't seen it, and I'm not going to see it because there's a whole bunch of mixed reviews. Ah, you should see it. It's good. It's good. Really? Yeah, it's see, good. I've heard. Good. Yeah, it's good. It's worth watching. Okay. It's worth watching. It's worth nah. watching. It's worth watching because it. Um, it was a good take on aliens, mm-hmm. and it, and it was it wasn't what you expected. Uh, going from Mars to this shit, this is this is where I specialize in. Again, going nice. movies and fucking and music, movies and music, uh, and TV. Lots of TV, but no, but it was a good it was a good take on 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 aliens and uh, and kind of uh, and and it was it had a little bit of a like a message, kind of like uh, don't stare at your phone and your fucking and, and and screens too much. Even though I do that on a regular basis, I don't know. We digress. It, I, 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 we're we're getting all over the fucking place. Uh, I gotta get better at getting these science articles down to where we actually know what we're talking about. Um, I mean, but I think the people that are listening <laughs> at this point know that it's just. If you made it this far, fuck. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> just want to know what our what our, our opinion is when it comes to this. But you know, we we, we I bust jokes. You. Yeah, we I appreciate jokes. you. If you so, did so make so it this far, I fucking appreciate you. We went through a little bit of a gauntlet today. Uh, it was a rough one. I was fucking pretty tired from this morning. Uh, I had to work. Uh, but it's always a blessing to come over here to Lex's house and yeah. fucking and get on. The sex show and S3X and trying to discuss all these different shit that we really appreciate. Um, so pretty much science, uh, aliens, and Mars, and they're, we're, they're, they we're going to take over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're out there. They're out there. But, uh, but nope. I'll, nope. Nope. No, no, <laughs> go check it out. It's a pretty good dope-ass movie, Jordan Peele's the shit. Uh, if you haven't seen Goodfellas, go see that shit. Yes, you're Goodfellas. fucking you're ridiculous. Uh, if you haven't seen Krungbin, go listen to Krungbin. Go listen to Steve Lacey. Steve Lacey. With all that said, to bring it to a uh, to a fucking to a unusually interesting halt. Yes, sir. Um, we love you. We appreciate you. Yes. And like I say at the end of every podcast, yeah. Uh, like I, like I actually told you today. Uh, Marvel, who gave it to me. I'm going to use this consistently to the day I die. Yep. I, we appreciate you. We love you. We always appreciate likes, subscribe, uh, yeah. all that Share. shit. Tell your mom. Tell your grandma. Tell your granny. Tell your dad. Tell your uncle. Tell your tío. Tell your fucking your dog. Put it on for him when he's not uh, when he's like fucking chilling at home. I don't give a fuck how you get it out there, but get it out there. We appreciate you and like always, stay blessed and stressed. Yeah.